This is a Federal News Network podcast. The Department of Homeland Security's vision of a unified agency working out of a single headquarters campus in the D.C. metro area, well, it appears more out of reach than when it was first considered, and that's more than a decade ago. The Federal Emergency Management Agency has walked away from plans to relocate to the St. Elizabeth's campus in southeast D.C., But in its place, a wave of DHS components plans to move over there in the next year. Still, the project faces considerable hurdles before coming to any kind of conclusion here. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman joins me with more. And Jory, what is going on? Why has DHS decided not to move FEMA over to St. E's? GSA and DHS asked for money this year in the fiscal 2019 spending bill to build a new headquarters for FEMA on the St. Elizabeth's campus. They didn't get that amount. What they got from Congress fell short by about $50 million, and so that creates a significant problem for DHS and GSA to build what they had envisioned with that shortfall in spending. And so FEMA now is at a point where they are looking at a long-term lease solution for the foreseeable future, and they're not alone in when it comes to components that are walking away from the Saney's campus. In 2017, we saw the Transportation Security Administration decide to move its headquarters to Springfield, Virginia. And also that year, we saw U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services break ground on their own headquarters in Camp Springs, Maryland. My colleague, Jason Miller, he recently caught up with DHS Undersecretary for Management, Randolph Tex Alice, and he is saying that DHS is still trying to figure out where ultimately FEMA will reside, but DHS is looking at a couple of options right now. We're not entirely sure we can renew the lease at the current location, and if that does not occur, then we'll have to look for new commercial property, and that may or may not be in the NCR. So as you've seen with TSA, Transportation Security Administration, and U.S. Citizenship and Immigration Services, it actually had to move out of the NCR. USCIS to PG County, and TSA is moving down into the Springfield area based on where GSA could get the uh, effectiveness in terms of square footage and also cost. So uh, a little bit of an unknown on the FEMA side right now. So NCR, he's referring to National Capital Region. I thought Prince George's County was part of the National Capital Region, but whatever, not in D.C. So, Jory, which agencies are going to St. Elizabeth's campus that's uh, half-built? Right, so there is some good news on that front. Um, In spring of 2020, DHS will complete construction on a new west wing of the center building. That was fully built out. There was a big ribbon cutting on that. The components that will be moving in will be the Office of Civil Rights and Civil Liberties, as well as DHS's privacy office, front office personnel for its intelligence and analysis agency, and computer support personnel from the office of the chief information officer. Later on, we'll see some new construction on that site, and some new agencies will move in as well. In fiscal 2023, we'll see the Cybersecurity and Infrastructure Security Agency move into a new building on the campus. In fiscal 2024, we'll see the rest of INA, Intelligence and Analysis, move into a second new building. And by 2025, we'll see Customs and Border Protection and Immigration and Customs Enforcement share a third newly constructed building. And by that point, there'll be 13,000 DHS employees on that campus. And the project overall is supposed to be completed by 2026. So that's a pretty clear deadline coming close. We're speaking with Federal News Network's Jory Heckman. And getting back to FEMA, the decision not to move them there, what does that say about the St. Elizabeth's project as a whole, which was supposed to be where all of the major component heads could work together? It says that these agencies are really trying the best with what they've been given. 
GSA officials told the National Capital Planning Commission recently that overall Congress has given GSA about 43% of the funds that they've requested. And so with less than half, they're still trying to build the full scope of this project as they originally envisioned it in the mid-2000s. And so they're really trying to sacrifice some things, but really move through and get what they've called time and again critical mass on that campus, really having it reflect that it's truly the headquarters for that agency. And as a result, we said that they're building three new buildings on that campus. They're also going to demolish five historic buildings on that campus, which really was a setback for some people who have really tried to rehabilitate that campus. And we heard from Christy Tunstall-Williams, the director of GSA's Historic Preservation and Arts Division. She told the National Capital Planning Commission that the agency has had some success retrofitting some of the buildings on the campus. What has happened and what we predicted would happen is now that the secretary is on campus in the center building, A, they realize it's not so bad to be in this historic building. Everyone wants to be there now. So people are interested in coming. They look at these buildings. They're very handsome buildings. And so while I don't control the purse strings, as soon as we we are continuing to advocate for that. Well, if they got them built as fast as she talks, they could really get some progress there. What are some other challenges GSA and DHS have left now with this campus, Jory? Well, Senator Rand Paul, he recently highlighted some of these challenges in his annual waste book. It's uh, a compendium of things that he views as federal fraud, waste, and abuse. And for the St. E's project, he focused his comments on some briefings that GSA has had with the Senate Homeland Security and Governmental Affairs Subcommittee on Federal Spending Oversight. He oversees that subcommittee, and GSA in those briefings said that up to 30% of the campus was subject to anticipated slope instabilities, and GSA also said that there are some inadequate foundations of the historic buildings, and some are literally sinking into the ground. So they don't want the whole thing to end up in the Anacostia River is what they're saying. No, no, they're really trying to uh, do their best to avoid that. All right, so you mentioned there's going to be a new wing on the original building. Some are torn down. What else is going to happen? Where does it go from here, this whole project? Well, GSA recently spoke with the NCPC about this because the entire campus is a historic landmark. They also have some other unique considerations to go through. There's a historic cemetery from the campus back when it was a pre-Civil War asylum. And uh, there's also an eagle sanctuary on the perimeter of this campus where there's a no-build zone for uh, this endangered species. And so the NCPC will hear from GSA in spring of 2020 for a final version of this amendment. And these agencies, Congress is still waiting for an overall third and hopefully final master plan on the overall St. E's campus. Well, as we know, St. E's was a home for the insane. I guess there's some sort of a metaphor in there in the way the tintinabulations are going on now. Federal News Network's Jory Heckman, thanks so much. Thanks, Tom. When you think about something that brings out the best in us, it usually involves helping someone else. By donating plasma at a Griffles Center, you can help save millions of lives and show your good side to the world. You'll join thousands of people who donate safely each week, so patients get the plasma-derived medicines they rely on. And you'll be rewarded up to $1,000 your first month. Learn more at grifflesplasma.com. Winter season is here, and Discount Tire wants you to stay safe on the road. Get 30% shorter average wait time when you buy and book online at DiscountTire.com. Discount Tire, let's get you taken care of. Let's get you taken care of. 